As things change, other things stay the same, like Ohio Lottery scratch-offs, from small tickets to big tickets, from bright colors to flashy themes. There's something for everyone. Big wins make big stories, but it's the millions of small wins every day that make life-changing memories. And your biggest win will come by following the state-recommended safety protocols during this special holiday season. Lottery players are subject to Ohio laws and commission regulations. Please play responsibly. Two kinds of bacon and all kinds of delicious. Say hello to Donato's new Bacon Duo pizzas. Two pizzas each with two kinds of bacon. Try the new Pepperoni Bacon Duo with pepperoni, Canadian bacon, and hardwood smoked bacon. And the Chipotle Bacon Duo with Canadian bacon and Chipotle seasoned bacon. Now get $2 off a large Bacon Duo or any large pizza. Use promo code 2. Donato's. Every piece is important. Preach with Rashad. We back with another episode, another sermon. Uh, you know, it's it's, it's that downtime of the, of the year. NBA is finally the free agency frenzy is finally slowing down. You got the NFL training camp starting up, so you know I'm I'm kind of I'm kind of looking for making sure my team don't get hurt and tear the ACLs, which you already had. I know at least two. I, I think I've seen so far uh, key players going down already. So you know that that whole saga is about to happen, but. We got a couple topics today. We're gonna we're gonna knock them out. You know how you know how I go. Preach care, preach with Rashad, man. Uh, how, how have you been, man? This week everything's been good, man. Slow motion, slow motion. Yeah, I mean, I, I, had, I had up and down day. You know, running around, did get a raise today. So you know, we boy, you know, hot boy summer. We, we, we still we still <laughs> cashing out. <laughs> young, young rich, you know, out wire and amigo. Shout out to them. Um, so we're gonna go right into our talk, man. We're gonna talk about the fever. I know it's coming. It's coming up at the end of next month, um, but it's been a lot of like <laughs> quick, quick shakeups and and a lot of players dropping out. First, we had uh, Anthony Davis. He made the first you know domino as far as far, you know coming out. Uh, then we had for other countries. We really don't, don't see that that much, but it was Ben Simmons and Wiggins. Uh, Wiggins not playing it for Canada. He said that he will play for the Olympics if they make it. But you know they need to win this. You know whatever the qualifications is in this, they had, they had to get that to make the Olympics. They they missed it the last time, and then Ben Simmons dropped out for Australia, and he would have been the best player on the team. Uh, so that was the first three dominoes, and after that, it was like everybody in mom was dropping out. So uh, we're gonna talk. Let's let's start off with the people dropping out and and uh, and the guys that are remaining, and we gonna we gonna talk about whether. USA win the goal. Um, do do did this open up the other teams for the World Cup to be, I guess, less parity? What 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 are, what are we dealing with here? So, uh, Rashad, what what kind of like you know every time somebody drop out, I, I hit your text. I was like, man, there, there goes another one. There goes another one. And you know, I was actually surprised that Damian Lillard dropped out. Uh, that kind of that kind of took me by surprise. Uh, is anybody else took you by surprise dropping out? No, nobody really took me by surprise. I mean, just I, I understand where you're coming from. Like, man, everybody keep dropping out, so the USA gonna lose. I'm like, they're like the hits just keep coming, the hits keep coming. Like, it's just day after day you see another name popping up. 
But I still like what a roster can be. Uh, it'll basically just be like a a younger roster with, you know, Spider Mitchell and Jason Tatum, and they'll probably get Miles Turner and guys like that. So just kind of rebuilding around a younger a younger core pretty much. Um, basically the future of the NBA. Um, but I'm not surprised about guys dropping out. They all have valid reasons. You know, Bradley Bill, um, he's expecting a child around the time, you know, they'll be playing August, September. So that's a valid reason. And then you got guys like Dame or AD. Um, I can see why they pulled out just because of their their whole plan is to compete for a championship. So you don't want to go ahead and get extra miles on your body. I mean, these guys love the country. They don't mind representing for the country. But when you've already secured your bag pretty much or you're looking to secure your money like an AD, things like that, there's really no point of putting extra miles on your body for the, for the FIBA and then trying to win a championship in May and June. So I can see why all these guys backed out. It's all for you know valid reasons for their own NBA careers as well as just their own financial interests too. I mean, yeah, now, now when I say that we're going to lose, it's more so to say of the other teams out there versus rather than us because, yeah, do I think these are good players? Of course. Otherwise, they will not be, you know, added to the team. But, you know, when we added Marcus Smart, I was like, come on, that is young. Come on. what? I mean, I'll, if you're going to go with this young movement, I, I understand we need some veterans, but, you know, I would love to see, you know, I mean, I know – I know. Um, like you got you got Kimba in there and Kyle Lowry, so it's kind of hard for a guy like Darren Fox to get in. But if we're going with the young movement, I mean, let's you know let's let's go with the young movement. Don't add Marcus Smart. Let's add Darren Fox. I mean, if you want defense, I mean, Fox can do that. I mean, he might not be a smart type of defender, but you know, I'm just you know I'm just saying like that. We got Drummond and we got Kevin Love, which is a veteran. We got Miles Turner on the way up. You know, and I, I do I did think that I understand Anthony Davis. I get his reason. I he I think I I don't. I, I just think it's – now, I do know that the FIBA is kind of starting late, and that's probably the real reason why most of these guys are dropping out because if it was like – let's say it's starting now, like you got plenty of time to, you know, recuperate your body and, and get right for the season. And I, I, can, I completely understand James Harden. He plays too many minutes. He's, what, 29 right now and has a body of a 34-year-old because how many miles he got on his body. Um, yeah, he, he doesn't miss yeah, games so, at all. James Harden plays almost every game, every season. I, I, I get Harden. Now, Bill's situation, you know, baby, baby, blah, blah. I can understand that to a certain extent. But I thought he was going he was going to drop out if he got traded, which would make sense. Um, and then CJ, though, I mean, Dame, I, I understand. I thought Dame, who I don't want to say cried about it, but, you know, complained about not making it a couple years back in the last FIBA and then not the Olympics. You would think, okay, this is his time to show up, show out. And I do understand. I don't want as a, as a Blazer owner. I don't want both of my guys in there, uh, just because that's my two best players playing. And like you said, the, the mileage and you know they're going for championships. Um, just think about the Paul George situation. It's all it's all yeah, you guys think about. Yeah, but I I think that's more freak. The that was that was the NBA fault actually, just because of the, the they they didn't have the goal. They had the goals thing so close. So it, it, it you know that was that was kind of freak accident, but. Um, but but alluding to like guys leaving and what we got, I'm looking at the other countries, Serbia and and Greece. Um, I'm not really worried about Spain no more. No, Pogasol not his prime. Pogasol dueling it down. I don't think Ibaka's on the roster. I'm not. I, I'm not, I can't remember. But and you and you, you you got your other countries. Canada. That's a that's a good team to watch. I th- I think this is the first time though, and this is the reason why I was kind of upset that Ben dropped out and. 
Wiggins not playing and all these guys not playing is because this is the first time that we actually can watch like World Cup or slash Olympics and see good basketball and not just watch USA. Like I feel like I can go and watch Canada versus Germany because Germany gonna have about five NBA players and Canada gonna have like six or seven. You know what I'm saying? Like it's it's a good time to where the the brand of the NBA can be so you know it's so global and that's that's why I was really upset that that Ben decided not to come because you had the opportunity. You know, I, if if he don't if he don't come out with a jump shot, first of all, then I'm gonna be pissed off because that's the only reason why I would say that you dropped out for Australia. Um, now I now I understand like but see how you were saying about you no know, championships and everybody dropping out for that. These guys wouldn't play like 40 minutes, you know, in the game. They're probably I mean you don't need at most 20 from all these guys, but I do understand this. this like I said, the, the tournament is so close to the NBA season. But when you got Serbia. When we play Serbia, if we play Serbia in the uh, you know in the middle rounds, when it comes to it, we're playing. We're not going to have the best player on the court, as long as Jokic is out there. Um, and you know this, you know how it go. Uh, if you if you're an NBA player, and let's say you know for example, Patty Mills, Patty Mills on the Spurs, role player, always been a role player, good role player. But when he plays for Australia, that mother ooh, is a star. <laughs> like he goes from. He goes from what, like, let's say ten points a game to, you got to put Kobe Bryant on him. I mean, Kobe Bryant played him a couple years ago in the uh, Olympics because nobody can guard Patty Mills. And it's like it's like a whole different, you know, different uh, level that he reaches playing with his country because of the chemistry, the f- for like familiarity, the the comfortability playing with these guys. And now we're talking about two elite players in the NBA are you know are in the World Cup. Giannis and his brother, you know, his brothers, and he got you got um. You got Milos who played who played in the uh, NBA. I think I think he played a couple a couple times, but he at least had at least in last turn uh World Cup he showed out. And then you got like the Bajelica uh, from the Timberwolves, I believe, on his own team, and of course Bobin. Like that's that's the seven seven four. How, how tall is he? Seven. Uh, seven man, he's like seven three, seven something like that. It, that's a massive of a man. You know, he got him, and you got Bogdanovich from the Kings. Um, like you know. And that's why I was upset. Uh, a lot of you guys coming out, and USA, wow, man, USA dropped out because we're not going to at least with Anthony Davis on the court or Harden or uh, on the court. I know we got the best player on the court. Now you can you can debate between who's better, Giannis or Harden, blah blah. But at least I know, at, you know, at some point Harden and Harden and Davis can't be stopped. At least one of them. If we had just one, I'll be fine. And I, I would never, I wouldn't say that we, you know, that we might lose. Um, but I, you know, I think with we our best player being Kemba, uh, is that who our best player would be? You you would say? Uh, it kind of depends. Uh, I really like when, when it comes to USA basketball or even FIBA. Like, I don't really think there is a, a such thing as the best player because everybody sacrifices their game for, for for the for the greatest sum of the team. So, like, that's why I don't really care about when, when it comes to the NBA. The best player on the court matters to a certain extent, but when it comes to like the the Olympic Games and the World Cups, I don't think the best player on the court matters because. Like you said, a Patty Mills, he's gonna play better on his team because he's familiar with guys from his country, and of course, he's taking on a greater role. He's he has to be more of a scorer, things like that, versus just playing a role on the on the Spurs, things like that. Or you have like when Kobe goes to the Olympics, he's like, hey, y'all see me on the defensive end. I don't care about trying to go get thirty. Like you just lead the scoring to Melo or KD, and you got Bron and Kobe locking down guys on defense, things like that. So I don't really think the best player on the court thing really. Really matters, like well, I, say, I mean, I say you know, this. it's just it's just, it's just situational because like, as long as you have like the right parts together, 
it, it, it'll work. That's why I feel like if they go younger with some Tatum and Julius Randle, like I know they invite a lot of guys. You're gonna probably invite about thirty guys, and then you'll kind of see who fits, who doesn't, and you'll well, get the team down to those twelve guys. Well, it it was it, it was already cut to what that camp was gonna be for you know right before then they made the team, but because of the guys all dropping out, they had to add some you know had to add some back. Which yeah. which does make you know make your odds look better because don't they don't I think they only added four guys right Jalen Brown, Julius Randle, Thaddeus, and Marcus Smart and they had multiple guys drop out so your odds of making it or oh, Tobias Harris dropped out too, um, but you know a lot of guys you know they got you got a lot of guys who uh, who dropped out and your odds are better um, but see the re- reason the reason why you know when we play the Olympics or we play FIBA we always win because of one thing we 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 had the talent you know to overcome you know, the the opponent's team's chemistry. You know, like, no matter how long Australia been together, no matter how long Argentina been together, because we have Kobe, we have Ke- Kevin Durant, LeBron, or whoever it may be, the, you know, just, just the different guys, that we, like, even though we struggle as far, you know, we might struggle chemistry-wise, we know the talent on the court will, you know, will outseed it, you know. And th- th- that's the reason why I've kind of drawn a little bit because, you know, when, let's, I mean, no matter no matter who you say the best player on the team is, whether it's Kimba, whether it's Tatum, Drummond, Love, Kevin, whoever, or you saying the best player is on the team? Um, yeah, I, th- I think Kevin Love, Kevin Love dropped out. Ke- you think Kevin Love dropped out? Well, he ain't got a reason. He's not yeah. going to championships anyway. Um, uh, because because these guys because these guys are you know they I don't think they're close to Jokic or to Giannis, and with with that great talent that they have with the chemistry, that's what I want to see. Can are we going to be able to rise to that? You know, rise to that challenge because you got to think. Okay, who's going to check Giannis? Who's going to check Jokic? And then, like you said, you know, Boban's going to be whatever he is in the NBA. He's going to be two times better. You know, Bogdanovich for the Kings is, is you know he's solid, but he's going to be pretty good now. You know, so it's kind of, it's kind of like that where he's like, well, you know, where Jalen Brown in the NBA is better than Bogdanovich, but overseas Brown got sacrificed. And Badamish gets better, so they're kind of like even now. You know what I'm saying? Like it's kind, of, it's, yeah. it's, it's, it's kind of like that. To while I'm saying that, I don't think those two teams. That's the only two teams I think can beat you. Like can beat them just because they're gonna have that that factor. And it's, and it's not just because they had Giannis and just because they had Jokic. It's because they have five or six NBA guys instead of just one. You know, like, you know, most countries like uh like New Zealand in this is got Steve Adams and that's it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Some right. guys just had like some teams had like one or two right, guys yeah. and it's pretty. Those much teams it. we gonna destroy about you know no matter what, what we got. Um, for some reason, bro. Uh, before we move on to the next topic, for some reason, Greece has Tyler Dorsey from Oregon on there. Now, I didn't know Dorsey was from Greece. Is he? I, I assume that's why he's playing that overseas. Because, I mean, he got a regular name. Like unless it, unless you say Dorsey, I don't know how you say it, but I, I don't think I don't think <laughs> that make it Greece. You know, <laughs> I, don't, I don't think that make a Greek last name. So uh, I don't know why he's on there, but. Kyle Dorsey was, you know, that's a, that was, he was a pretty good college player. So, um, you know, add, you add him and you add Nick Kalathis to that Greece team as well. Uh, they got Costa Kufis and they got Giannis's brothers and they got uh, you remember the uh, what was, I can't even say his name, Papa Papa Giannis from the Kings. That remember they drafted some center out of, out of nowhere uh, in the lottery. You know why we like you know why the Kings drafting all these big men? They already have that they, they, they had Boogie at the time, they had Willie Collinstein, and then they had drafted another guy. And he's back overseas. Now. I can't. I can't remember who. But he, he like he's a center. Like he's another guy that's on the team that you know. I mean, I don't. I don't want to say he had NBA experience, but you know, his name. He didn't draft it, so he got something. You know. Uh, so I, I'm very interested to see what happens, man. And I really I hope nobody else drops out. And I hope they. I, I know Popovich gonna make the right decisions. Um, 
and USA probably will win. But like I said, the I, if, if, we, if we avoid if we avoid Serbia and Greece I mean, in Greece before the championship game, then USA probably win gold because they're gonna be tired of playing each other, and we can go. You know, we'll, we'll get there. I think by the end, end, of, end of the time, I think if we have to run through both of them. It probably be a little difficult, but if we get to only have to play one, then USA probably will win the goal. They probably will get the most talent in, in the whole country, in the whole whole thing. But we'll, we'll find out, I guess. Yeah, I think they win the goal. I won't say easily because they never win it easy. I mean, <laughs> they struggled with Spain a few times. And Serbia so. last time. <laughs> I, I, yeah, yeah. So I won't say they'll win it easy, but I think they definitely will win the goal. And a lot of young guys who are going, they're going overseas. It's, it's a great chance to bomb with some of the other guys in their draft class, slash age group. For like we've seen in the past, for future free agency opportunities, maybe you know, maybe be a next duo or super team. Um, they can also work on their branding because, like overseas, it's a lot of chances for endorsements. Like Clay Thompson, he has a uh, you know a Chinese shoe brand. Uh, I think Dway end up getting a Chinese shoe brand at some point. So just going overseas to Japan and to China and all these different countries, you know, just exposing yourself to these different things, you get a chance to kind of. Uh, do it your brand and uh, on your on your endorsement point, I think his mom um, is like of Greek descent, something like that. So I think that's why he plays uh, for Greece. He's smart because you know make USA team. <laughs> yeah, then he played. I think he did. He, he play uh, some under eighteen with USA or, or with uh, with Greece. I think that was. I, I think I think he's on Greece's under under nine under eighteen under nineteen. He's on one of the teams. I think. I, I think I think the guy you're talking about who has to he has to ask could he play. I forgot who it was. It's somebody who played. Uh, oh, it's um. Uh, uh, Okagi, Okogi, Josh Hugo, uh, from Minnesota Timberwolves. He got to ask, he got to ask people, can he play with his country? Um, I want to say, I mean, of course, it's after country. I cannot think of who, maybe Nigeria or something like that, because he played USA under 18, so he had to get permission to play over there. But we'll find out. But you know, it's, 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 gonna, it's gonna be great, bro. There's so many NBA players, bro. I, I'm, I'm so glad to, I can, like, ooh, Germany playing Serbia, I can watch it because it's gonna be a lot of guys, you know what I'm saying? So, uh, that's gonna be fun in 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 the next month. Um, Tim Duncan, man, your boy, he's back. Oh yeah, <laughs> he's Duncan versus everybody <laughs> from my greatest power forward series and our poll. The greatest power forward of all time is now assistant coach to Popovich. And you talking about man, low key, that's a if you say strap him up for assistant coaches, a, a Becky Hammond at the point, Tim Duncan at the center, boy, I, I I don't know what 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 duo coaches can beat that as far as assistants, man, because these guys are ballers. Um, you know, I still think I'm still going with my analogy because it's it's really hard to be it's not analogy, but um, reasoning. It's hard, kind of hard to be proven otherwise. And that's, I mean, great players low key equals trash coaches. <laughs> like, uh, I mean, Magic didn't do good. Uh, Jason Kidd had slight success. Isaiah Thomas, yeah, he, he wasn't he wasn't terrible. Yeah, he wasn't terrible. Uh, Isaiah Thomas was okay. Was okay. Now, Mark, yeah, he was okay. Now, Mark Jackson, I, I want to say he was a great player. He was a good player, and he, I mean, he was a you know solid good coach. So I guess he he's probably the best one as far as both ways. Steve Kerr was a role. Oh, oh no, De- definitely Larry Bird. Okay, yeah, Larry, Larry, Larry. But see, Larry Bird coaching. What was his? Was it he stepped down? Did he from Indiana? Because he would. Yeah, yeah, he, he did three years in Indiana. They made the finals and stuff like that. All right, so yeah, Larry, Larry, I guess Larry Bird would have a large sample size, but. He did. He he did do a good job in the end. So I would give that. Okay, Larry Bird probably the one on one. So I don't know if to unless unless I want to throw in Bill Russell for being a player yeah, coach. I'm, 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 still, I'm still rolling. <laughs> I'm still rolling. I'm still rolling. LB. I'm going Larry Bird. Um, so it's it's, it's kind of like, it's kind of like um is Tim Duncan going to be a head coach? Is this all he's 
this is all I care about is just being back in the NBA. I don't I don't know his his motive, um, but I rather have I want Becky Hammond to be this first next coach uh, over Tim Duncan. But if that if they come down to a pop bit step away from the game, but you know it's just good it's it's good to have him back. Man, I, I I'm gonna love seeing him on the sideline. I think he can help that team grow. Um, he can, he can you know Lamar, a guy like Lamar Arch can pick his brains some more. You got guys who can you know who who yeah, it's very young team, so it's guys who can learn. From you know one of the best to ever do it, top ten of all time. So uh, I think I think it's a good move by Pop. <laughs> I don't know if you saw Pop bitch quote, quote that he said. Oh yeah. <laughs> Man, yeah. What did he say? I already been your assistant. Yeah. <laughs> hey, that was that, that was pretty funny. Um, but I mean, really, really that, that's what I really all had thoughts about it. Now I'm just glad he's back, and I don't know if he want to be head coach, but you know, uh, I, I my vote still Becky Hammond over Tim Duncan when it comes down to it. Yeah, I like to move for Tim Duncan as assistant coach just because the Spurs assistant coaches, they get poached every year to other franchises. Mike Budenholzer, Brett Brown, um, you know, just every – almost every year to somebody gets poached from the, from the Spurs' coaching tree, which is which makes sense because Popovich is a legendary coach, one of the two greatest all time. So, you know, his his formula and how he grooms guys to take jobs is has been pretty proven. So – I can't sound mad at you. Got to keep on rebuilding the cubby and stacking your team with, with more good assistance. So I think Tim Duncan would be an asset to the team. He can work with Aldridge some more. He can just be a oh just 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 being around the team just to like you said pick his brain and spread knowledge and just to be a you know a sounding board for Pop at times things like that. Um, is it possible that he becomes Pop's successor? Maybe. Um, I still hope it's Becky Hammond. Um, I, I want to see her be the first women's heads coach in the NBA and I think in a market in a franchise like San Antonio it don't work like if she was in someone like New York of course it won't work the media would kill it and she'll get so much unnecessary criticism mm-hmm. but I think if she's a coach of the Spurs you know it'll it'll work just fine um I think it's, it's a good move by the Spurs and I'm, I'm a big fan of guys being lifers like you spend your whole career with a team and then when your career is done, you always come back to that same franchise because guys like Michael Jordan, he didn't get that chance. He had to go to the Wizards to get in the front office, and now he's in Charlotte. And then you got guys like Isaiah Thomas who had to go to the Knicks and the Raptors to get into the front office. He wasn't with Detroit or even Larry Bird. He he wasn't in the Celtics front office. He spent his whole career there, but he ended up being in Indiana's front office. So I like when guys are, are like lifers. And it would surprise me if we see um, – Two or three years from now, we we look up and see Dirk in like a GM role with the Mavs or a, a coaching role because I just feel like Mark Cuban's gonna want to keep him around the game as well. Yeah, that, but yeah, man, that's enough for that. Yeah, that's enough for that Spurs Tim Duncan talk, man. Let's talk about a former Spur. Let's talk about my dog Kawhi, man. Him and his uh his uncle out here making some alleged <laughs> demands, according to Stephen A. Smith. Uh, I think it was uh, Monday's episode. He was reporting about how Uncle Dennis was out here making requests for houses and airplanes and sponsorships, stuff that basically violates the CBA. So, you know, um, I wouldn't say it's far-fetched that that stuff may have occurred, but sometimes, you know, when you're acting as an agent, you kind of got to push the buttons, push the envelope a little bit and see what, uh, you know, see what organizations are willing to, to give or work on behind the behind the curtain for you because a lot of these guys who own these teams, you know, they they have other 
interest outside of the NBA. So, of course, some of these guys could probably hook out with some guaranteed sponsorship money or, you know, arrange. Like, Toronto's already saying it. Hey, man, you can <laughs> you can eat here for free or we can get you these apartments, all that kind of stuff. So, it wouldn't surprise me if Uncle Dennis was pushing for that kind of stuff, which I have no problem with, you know, even though it may violate the CBA. We know things go on, you know, under the table all the time, just like with this whole tampering tampering thing. There's no way you can monitor guys tampering or teams tampering just because you can't stop guys from being friends. You can't stop people from networking, going on vacation. So that whole tampering thing, I think it's just a waste of uh, a wasted conversation. Yeah, it's, it's really a mute point because, um, I mean, first of all, you know, that, that whole power move that, you know, Kawhi made and getting Paul, Paul, Paul George got there, I mean – you know, if, if all Kawhi got to do is call somebody, and if, if it's that easy, like, you know, I don't know why a lot of guys don't do it. Like, for example, uh, cars in towns, you know, hey, man, <laughs> why don't you go to Minnesota and say, trade me? You know what I'm saying? Like, it's, if it's that easy, I want to I go to, I want to go to, uh, oh, I want to go to Phoenix, you know, first of all. <laughs> man, Kent just came out a little while ago saying he want to stay in Minnesota, man. He he likes it there. He loves where the team is going, so. We we may see Cat play his whole country out of Minnesota. He might, but you know, I'm, I'm just saying, it, it, it's temper is so easy. I, it's, it's no point of it's no point of finding Matt Johnson like you did. But I understand about front office guys. But like you said, the player it's gonna you can't monitor it. Um, and I mean, I mean, you can always cheat. You can always like, for example, Magic put if Magic was still there in L.A. and put a bug in LeBron's ear to go talk to blah blah from you know from this team and this team. You know, I mean, it's, it's, it's easy. It's easy to do so, and and you know, uh, Adam Silver always try to come up with different, you know, different things, and he's not. He's always trying to please the players so much. So I know he's not going to find the players for tampering. Um, that's just something he won't do. And Kawhi, man, and his uncle, they crazy. <laughs> yeah, uncle Dennis, crazy man. <laughs> hey, man, Uncle Dennis about that business, man. That's his. That's his nephew. You gotta look out. Look out for like you said that, that tampering stuff. It's it's so pointless, man, because you can't. There's no way to prevent it. You can't seize people's phones or emails or DMs. You can't seize that kind of stuff. It's just like when the whole Tom Brady thing happened about the footballs. Man, I'm gonna destroy this phone. <laughs> and, 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 and y'all, good luck with that. So like, you you can't prevent tampering. Like these guys are these guys got each other number. They they go play pickup together. They visit each other's houses in the summer. So like. Is LeBron tampering for having Russ and CP in the backyard smoking cigars? No. Guys got I – mean, you're going to have fun. These guys are around each other. They understand each other's lives. They probably live in the same neighborhoods in L.A. and all that kind of stuff. So you really can't prevent tampering. What they should do – and normally I don't get an NFL that many props, but the NFL has this down to a formula. That's why you never hear about NFL tampering because the NFL is smart enough to have their championship, you have, you play the Super Bowl, then you have free agency, and then you have the draft. Like it just makes more sense to do it that way, because after you play the championship, the season's pretty much over. I mean, everybody's in the offseason except for two teams, and as soon as they went, they play that game. They're in the offseason. Guys are going to start looking for other deals anyway. So I mean, why not go ahead and have free agency, give out your big money, sign who you want to sign. And then the purpose of a draft anyway, it's to fill the roster. It's to fill yeah. in, to fill out the roster, to fill in the needs that you have. So the NBA needs to go ahead and flip the script, man. I mean, when the finals end in June, wait one week, I guess, go ahead and do free agency and just move the draft back till early July when, when uh, 
free agency normally starts. Just move it back. You got you got to flip it because it's just backwards, man. Like you got guys drafting people and then trying to go spend big money on people. Now the roster don't even fit. And then then they be drafting they be drafting uh you know Zion and go sign their favor. <laughs> yeah, like you know you, you got you got to you got to flip that thing around, man. Like the, the whole point of a draft is to fill in needs, or you you either draft for need or you draft for fit. So, like, I don't see why they do it the opposite way. You should do frequency first. So, you know then, all right, well, if we can't sign – I'm just like – he wasn't afraid. I'm just starting name. We know, all right, we can't sign Brandon Ingram. We need us a wing. So, now we'll draft R.J. Barrett. You know, something like that, yeah. you know, just to make it make more sense. But I don't know. If Adam Silver does anything, he needs to flip this process, and then you can eliminate Tampa. Right, because then, you, just like you said about NFL – the Super Bowl ends what? Super Bowl ends uh fe- Super Bowl ends in February first week. Teams got to make a decision what to do. You know they got they got to. I mean they got less than three weeks before before you have to franchise tag somebody or, or cut yeah. somebody. You know you got you got to get moves very fast. You ain't got time to wait and sit there and ponder because I mean because you know for a lot of teams like I mean let's let's say for example like the season ends in NFL in January like week seventeen is January and then the Super Bowl is February. So you you don't have time. You don't have that that. That that a long law because if you're the you know if you're the Hornets you're not making the playoffs you're done in you're done in mid April has to wait till Man, July. Somebody team be done it. Somebody team be done it all stuff. You right you, and you're right and you you exactly <laughs> right and you have to wait you have to wait the whole entire season just to realize you ain't getting Kimball Walker. <laughs> you know, like you ain't coming back. So you had you had to wait the whole time. Lost him. Panic because the draft already happened. Now you gotta go panic because you lost Kimball. Now you gotta go get Rozier and paying twenty million dollars a year instead of. Instead of oh I lost Kimba, okay. Not go draft Kobe White yeah, or something. Exactly. So yeah, so you could you could you could have replaced because you didn't have to wait you had to waste all that money to go get him. So get PJ Washington, you could have okay let's trade him in the draft and go get like you said Kobe White. So you know it's just you know I don't I don't know the NBA need to do something and and it ain't, it ain't working for Timber because like I said it's too it's too long of a too long of a haul and too many guys to be talking for for it not to happen. So. Yeah, I feel like if they, even though it's starting to change now, I feel like if they flipped it where free agency happened first, and then you draft it, it'll prevent a lot of overpaying because you'll feel like, well, why would I over? Why would I get this guy three years, sixty million when I can go get a cheaper player on a rookie deal in a draft? Same skill set with probably a higher upside. Right. That's how I see yeah. it. But you know, that's how it is. All right, man. That's enough NBA for right now. Uh, any any more stories? We'll come up with some. Uh, like. My boy Paul Gasol to the Blazers. Oh yeah, <laughs> we got we got the power to the Blazers. He he he's going to join with Whiteside, Nurkic, and uh, Zach Collins. Yeah, that was smart. Get get some to play both positions. Um, because they they needed and another it. quick hit. We got the we had the Clippers uh, press conference with Kawhi and PG. Yeah, well, the Steve Ballmer's wild. Steve Ballmer's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> That's man, kid. Hey, something wrong with that man. He got too much money on his mind. Too much money in his pocket. Bro, that crazy. If they. I want them to win a championship so bad, like because the trophy presentation and then the parade. Oh man, he's gonna be losing it. <laughs> uh, let's. But think about yeah. if Kawhi hit that game winner for the Clippers, man, against Philly, man, Bomber would have went crazy. Bomber that man. he would be in the hospital <laughs> for real. Um, so let's, let's let's move into the NFL. You got my boy Warren Sharp coming out with all these. Uh, his little, his little, like I guess, book of the NFL for the, this season, where he got a lot of analytics and all that stuff like that. And I, I believe he's the one that put out his tier list with, along with other executives and coaches around the league. 
Uh, the NFL tiers, quarterbacks, man, this is probably like, you know, t- tiers is the best way to rank things um, because you can get so caught up in rankings. You can get so caught up in, well, Brady's one and Breeze two. And now you, and now you, now we sit here debating for 40 minutes. Well, we realize, we realize that they both do, had the same, they both are on the same level. They both do different things for their teams. And, you know, whether they want or two, you know, they're still top, you know, top tier. And that, and that's really all that matters. Uh, in my, in my opinion, it's like, it's like when you, it's like, the, like the NFL top, you know, top 100 coming out right now. And people, I saw a lot of people upset about Cam being ranked, what, 80 something. And they, they went crazy. I was like, bro, relax. It's, it, players in the NFL do not value quarterbacks as, as we everybody else does. So, at the at the end of, at the end of the top one hundred, look where Cam falls. Well, how many quarterbacks in front of Cam? And then if it's like you know, fifteen quarterbacks in front, then you got to you know you might have a little problem. But if it's on like eight in front of them, why you shouldn't be crying? You know what I'm saying? Like yeah, like I I, I never care about the NFL top one hundred because you it's not like the NBA where you can say this is clearly the number one player. This is clearly like. The twenty fifth or thirtieth player with the NFL, it's so many positions. Like exactly. guys only play one way. You can't really define who's the best player. Like, like who who can say defensively that Cam is better than Robert Woods? Like <laughs> right. You really can't. Yeah. Like, you can't accurately assess that. So like, it's just a ranking. Like like you said, when it comes to list, normally the best thing to do is tiers because you can kind of separate it into different categories of. What you not also what you want it to be, but you have a defined criteria, mm-hmm. and you know who fits the criteria and who doesn't. Like how we just talking about the athletic, the list they came out with the QB tiers. Like tier one is guys who can definitively carry a team to wins all the time, and they had Aaron Rodgers, Tom Brady, Drew Brees, Patrick Mahomes, Andrew Luck, Philip Rivers, Big Ben, and Russell Wilson. Those eight guys have proven that they can carry teams, no matter what talent is around them, to playoffs, to Super Bowls. Like, that's a defined criteria, and those eight guys meet the criteria. Like, that's how you yeah. define a list. And, and just, just for the rest of them, number two is two, – tier two is can carry a team occasionally. That's if, you know, I won't say all the cars are right, but, you know, you, you got a couple guys on your team, you know, not, you're not hitting the injury bug. You know, you got good coaching, you know, stuff, stuff like that, and you can win. Um, tier three, need a strong running game or a strong defense, maybe both. Um, and that's not a knock. I'm Bob Sullivan, the new host of AARP's The Perfect Scam Podcast. And with Frank Abagnale and other top fraud experts, we're bringing you brand new episodes of America's most shocking scam stories. I got an email alerting me to 22 accounts that had been opened up in my name scam was masterfully designed new episodes available now subscribe to the perfect scam podcast on apple Podcasts, spotify or wherever you get your podcasts donato's just didn't add bacon to their pizzas they added bacon to their bacon it's donato's new bacon duo pizzas two pizzas each with two kinds of bacon try the new pepperoni bacon duo with pepperoni canadian bacon and hardwood smoked bacon and the chipotle bacon duo with canadian bacon and chipotle seasoned bacon now get two dollars off a large bacon duo or any large pizza use promo code 2 donato's every piece is important to be a tier three quarterback, I don't, I don't believe so. Um, uh, and, and it's kind of like you know, a tier three quarterback can win you a Super Bowl. So it's been proven. Trent Dilfer did, right? It. 
And so then Eli Manning did it with the Giants. He was already fading then. The defense was was tearing Tom Brady. Right. Up. And then four, number four, tier four, will be unproven slash best suit as backup. So like you said, you already said the tier one quarterbacks, and I think that is perfect to a T. Um, now it kind it's kind of a now I do I do think this matters though. I think I think you know this is a separation when you rank when you rank the tiers though. I I do want you to rank it in order because. You know, for example, uh, tier one, like you said, you already said, said the name. They had Russ eight. At the, out of eight quarterbacks, Russ was last. I don't, I don't believe that. I believe Rivers will be eight, in my opinion, to where tier two, which is could carry a team occasionally, is Matt Ryan. He's a, he's a leader of that, and Matt Ryan and Rivers can fluctuate depending on the year. Like last year, all the all the all the uh, players for for the Falcons get hurt, and Ryan proved that you proved to you that he can't win. When that happens, you know. So, but then again, he had Kyle Shanahan good coaching, and it don't matter what what happened. Freeman go down, Coleman go down, Julio banged up. He go, he was gonna win, and he's gonna win regardless, you know. So it's like you got so when, when you do the rankings and you do your tiers, I do kind of like the 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 order just a slightly little bit just just for that because you're talking about who's at the front and who's at the back, and doesn't make sense for the next guy on the you know top of tier three versus bottom tier two. Well, they're pretty close, you know, and so forth and so on. Uh, for tier two, though, Matt Ryan, Carson Wentz, Stafford, Watson, Jerry Goff, and Baker. And um, honestly, I think I agree. With I that. mean, I I don't know, man. I, I don't I don't I'm not you know I'm not a golf fan. I'm not a big golf fan. I think he's. I think when we when we say the next tier tier three guys like the first couple guys, I feel like they're all in the same boat, which still makes sense because they're at the bottom and they're at the top of tier three, bottom of tier two. So it, it still makes sense. Um. Uh, I don't think Baker done enough to to be on this list. Um, to be to be a to be a two, um, especially after just 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 his upside. Like the, the, the like upside, yes. I, I, I like Baker's probably the closest thing we're gonna. He's probably gonna be the closest thing we get to like a Drew Brees because he's he's accurate, just a will to win, and kind of how he, you know, just based on what we saw from him in college and how he kind of sparked the Browns on on the second half. Once once they let go of Hugh Jackson, he you know he they fully committed to him. I think Baker's already tier two, just like I think golf is already tier two. Like golf, he only really has like a hole or two in his game. So you know, <clears throat> and that's and that's really because like sometimes without McVay's play calling, you know, Mc, golf may get a little rattled, things like that. Like McVay kind of unlocked him uh, for us, like you know, making plays and they got weapons around him. But I think golf is tier two. The only person who's been from tier two to me is uh, Jimmy G. Like I think Jimmy G's uh, he's gonna be an elite quarterback. I'm not saying I'm not saying he's gonna be Hall of Fame or anything like that, but I think he's one of the top fifteen to sixteen elite guys in the league. Well, I I think I think Jared Goff need I think he he fits the number three the definition. I I feel like he fits the need strong running game or defense. Now Baker, Baker I would say Baker is over Goff in in that sense. Um, but I think that if he doesn't have a strong defense or Goff doesn't have the running game. I don't. I don't think he can be. I don't think he can carry the team occasionally, um, and that that's just that's just going off the criteria and the, the definition of what it is. Um, and like I said, you know, it, it's it's kind of hard to knock somebody when he 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 has one of the best one of the best coaches in the game, and you know, it's hard now now like it's hard to prove, you know, um, versus you know when his when he first came out as Rick, blah blah. Um, but tip. But look at that Chiefs game. You know, golf. He had to he had to put the. Team on his back and keep up. I mean, even though Gurley did some work, he still had to golf. Still had to do his part. And then look at the Super Bowl. Hey, you know, with Chiefs, you know, no Gurley, he still had to, he he kind of missed a few throws here and there. I, but I think the Super Bowl was more of like a 
a coaching mismatch than golf getting outworked. So, but golf, I, I think golf is solid. Well, well, that's why. But see, that Super Bowl right now was a strong defense. You know what I'm saying? Like Patriots ain't put up number number thirteen points. Like, and I think I think when you talk about a tier two quarterback, you know whether whether that I mean I feel like I mean I feel like Matt Ryan could have you know Matt Ryan could have won that Super Bowl. You know, with with the Rams, if that was, if it was Matt Ryan instead of golf, I think Ryan Ryan would have hit. You know, I mean, obviously he's a veteran, obviously he's older, so that makes more sense. But you know, I feel like I feel like the guy, other guys in this in this tier, maybe probably not Baker because he's too young. I I just think you know Bill Belichick versus rookie quarterbacks has been proven that you can't stop him. Um, <laughs> it's gonna be a right, wash. Right. But the other four guys in this is Ryan Wentz, Stafford, and Watson. If Wentz is there, <laughs> um, I think those four guys could have you know could have. Well, would would have had a better showing, in my opinion, um, especially especially in that McVay system where you know things are like kind of happen like you know uh, rhythmically, like you, you got this this and this. It's kind of like layers to it. Um, I don't think Jerry Goff's a number two, uh, a tier two. I think he's three right now. I mean, I mean, it's possible he gets to a two. Now, I would believe, I, I do believe Baker's there. Uh, like as far as like like I know he will be two ne- this year coming up. But then again, like he's a guy who can flutter, you know, flutter back and forth depending on the year. Um, but tier, I mean, you guys you got anything else you want to say about tier two? I mean, I'm just glad Matt Stafford is finally getting some recognition Facts. because he's he's basically Aaron Rodgers without the organization. Like this dude, if you gave Matthew Stafford some talent around him, the Lions would be pretty solid. Granted, the division is tough, but man. I'm just glad to see Matthew Stafford finally getting recognized for the talent that he is. And I'm glad you say that because everybody, all the y'all love to kill Matt Stafford. He is the I mean the, the Lions been perennially trash. Like they wasted Barry Sanders, they wasted Calvin Johnson. He is the, like, what else y'all want Matthew Stafford to he do? He's the only reason why the Lions is even winning five Love games. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like even, the, the reason why you even you look at you know, guys play fantasy, the reason why you even have a shot at these guys, Golden Tate made a killing. Marvin Jones is making a living over there in Detroit. You know, Kenny Galladay on the way up. Kerry Allen Johnson. Like, you got – the Lions has never they, – they, they haven't had the coach. I think Patricia's going to put them in the right spot. I don't think he's going to be the guy to take it to the next level, but he's going to put them in the right spot. And by then, it's going to be too late. Matt is going to be too old and have to draft the quarterback. Now, I think they might get lucky to like a – you know, well, what you hope is you get a, you get lucky like uh, Colts, Payman, and Andrew Luck. But, you know – who knows what happens, but the time staff get old, I think this team is going to be right where they need to be. But this guy, has been, he's been duct taping that franchise up for years. And I'm glad the executive, the coaches and executives, they know that. So that's, that's all that matters to me. Um, tier three, man. And this is where, you know, a lot of people, I think tier three need to be broken up. I think we need to break this up before we even start. I think after the first five guys, let's draw a line. <laughs> the, the, the tier three, uh, the five guys, the five guys first on the list was Cam, Kirk Cousins, Dak Prescott, Nick Foles, Jimmy G. Now, I do believe, I, I do agree with you, Jimmy G should be on the second one, but because he's been hurt, yeah, that's he's been the reason. He hasn't played, he hasn't played eight games, so I mean, you know, uh, six, six and two started yet. So, so <laughs> I mean, yeah. So, um, so that that's understand why he's on three for now. But those five right there, I think that's a, I think that's a big gap. It's a, and I think that's a huge gap in this in this tier for the next guys. Derek Carr, Joe Flacco, Andy Dalton, James Winston, Mitch Trubisky, Eli Mann, Mariota, and Donald. All right, first of all, let me go and kill two. Like, let like, me, hold, like before, you, before, before you say <laughs> it, I don't want to break the tier up like how you say it. I want to just make like a, a, 
an additional tier. Yeah, that's fine. I don't wanna, I, that's I, fine. I, I don't want to have. I don't want to have three and then three point five. I want to break it up, or even if we keep it the same. Just move Mariota to tier four. <laughs> the dude, trash, hey, man, but go ahead. Hey, no, that's what, that's what I'm about to say. I'm about to kill Marcus Mariota. Coaches are crazy. You are crazy if you think he needs a strong running game and a defense. The Tennessee Titans are making the playoffs and winning nine games despite of Marcus Mariota. Despite of Marcus Mariota, and I don't understand. They're going to realize, and I'm, I'm going to say it right now: the Tennessee Titans are going to be a top, a bottom three team in the NFL this season. They eight, eight and eight or less. I think they're going to be three and thirteen, and they're going to realize that this guy, Marcus Mariota, is not the guy, and they're going to be spending the first round draft pick on another quarterback, and Mariota going to be a backup the rest of his career. I don't even think he's the best quarterback in, on Tennessee. Oh yeah, hey, I want Tannehill to get that job. That's why I said they're going to be eight and eight or less. Cause I think after a few games, they'll kind of see all right, Marcus, who's perennially not healthy, so he's going to get injured, and they're going to have to take him out, or they're going to start seeing like, all right, we got to save our season. We didn't pay these guys on defense, and we got these running backs. We didn't pay Adam Humphreys. We got these receivers and Corey Davis and, and drafted AJ Brown. Yeah, Delaney Walker's back. You know, we got to. Let's try to stay by a season. So I think after about four or five games, if they if they panic, they'll just go ahead and bench him. Or if he get hurt, they'll go ahead and just pull him and let Tannehill do his thing, which will probably save the season to get to about six and ten or seven or eight and eight. But Tennessee's a perennially mediocre franchise. I never expect anything more from them than eight and eight. And then people on Twitter will probably say, Well, they've been nine and seven the last few years. It's only one more game than eight and eight, <laughs> Jack Wagon. It's like it's only one more game. Like, come on, like that's still that's still mediocrity. You're bragging about nine and seven. That's, and I don't understand. I don't. I don't. I don't get the love for Mariota. Man, I, I understand he's a nice guy. So what? Like that's 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 not enough for me. Uh, man, they better start tanking for two. Tank, tank, tank for two. Tank they better start tanking for two. Lawrence, it don't who it is. Take, you can take me. I, you know, Mariota is not. And then if, if, if we talk about order on this. I don't understand. I don't understand the love of Derek Carr either. Now, I, I maybe I could be wrong. He maybe he probably had a. I, I know he had a coaching change this season, last season, and but the MVP season, man, they were twelve and four, and they won what eight games on the last drive. And you must tell me that's that's the he was a top quarterback at the time, MVP candidate, which I understand for that season. But I, he can't. He I don't think he should be above a a Mitch, James Winston, and Darnold. That's just me. He might be above Flacco, Dalton now. Um, I don't think he'll blow Dalton. Like, I think with, with I think with with solid defense, Dalton can get the Bengals to ten and six. Like, they, the Bengals have been competitive with Andy Dalton. You know, it's just when they don't have no defense or no O line, <laughs> he can't do it. He can't do it. And, and Eli, come on, bro. That's like he's in tier three because he can't carry. Can't carry. But I think when when you have a solid, just just a few solid pieces for for Andy Dalton, he can do something. And I think Jameis, man, like. He deserves to be in tier three, yes. but but so much with uh, maturity issues and coaching staff down there in Tampa Bay, he hasn't fully been unlocked. Like I think oh, this year yes. with Bruce Arians, he's gonna get unlocked. Yes. Like he'll probably wind up, like you said, in that top half of the tier three, right behind Cam, Kurt, and Dak, Jimmy G. I'm bumping Nick Foles yeah, down. I, yeah, think, I think I think everything with the Eagles Bowl. was that's a fluke. That's just that's just super why he's there. Which I'm believing he can be there for now just because he's gonna have. The strong defense and the running game. That, that's, that's the only reason why I'm going to leave him there because, yeah. because you look at everybody else, Derek Carr, we're, we're hoping they have a running game, hoping they have defense. Joe Flacco, he will, ha- he will have both. He will have both. So we can understand if he's, if he's at the point now where he's three or he got to go to best of his backup. 
We're going to find that out. Man, Broncos going to be fighting for a fourth place with the Raiders. You're right. Uh, you, you, you're right. But, <laughs> but Vic Fangio's there, so that Broncos defense is going to be solid. We, we, you, know, you know how Lindsey is and, and Freeman together, so they're going to have a running game. Now, now Dalton going to have a running game. Defense, we're going to find out. James Winston, they spent a lot of money on the defense. And we know the offense there. The running game is lack right now. Now, Mitch Trubisky is in a per- – this is why he's in Tier 3. They went to playoffs last year. And he he had a running game and defense last year, so you know what I'm saying. Like it, it fits why he's here. You know what I'm saying. It fits right here. Hell no. Yeah, as long as he can turn into Alex Smith, like a comp, that's like a comp for him. As long as he can turn into somebody who can manage the game, don't kill the team, run occasionally and make plays, he'll be fine. Because that's really all Alex Smith was. Like Alex Smith was elite at what he does, but that's still a solid skill in the NFL. Like to be able to, I don't want to say just game match, but like just to be able to. When you got to win the game, you can go win the game, but you don't lose it either. Right. Uh, $7, though. Uh, way too low. Way too low. If, th- if this is the order of the Tier 3. Darnold better than Mariota right now. First of all, Mariota and Eli, I, what the heck? I just don't understand. Darnold better than Eli right now. Darnold better than Flacco. He better than Derek Carr. I'd rather have Darnold over those, those four easily. I can debate Mitch depending on my team. If, if I if I need if I if I don't have a good defense I won't darn. Um, and Winston I I I, I love Winston I think I think once he, I think Bruce Arians is the right coach for him you are gonna see him sprout up because he's a gunslinger. And what what happened when before Big Ben got Bruce Arians and Todd Haley gunslinging doing crazy stuff I think Winston I think Winston's gonna get control he's gonna he's he gonna be wild control like you go you can do what you want to do but it's gonna be controlled environment by Bruce Arians and he gonna he gonna show that he's gonna he's gonna spot up. Um. Tier four, unproven best suit is back up. Uh, I mean, I don't have I don't have much to say about it either. Not, man. not like much to say Lamar, about it. Yeah. I, I, I'm not a. I mean, I like Lamar Jackson. I, I think I think I think he's a solid. I think he's solid, but I don't I, I don't think he's can be a one, two, or three in his career. Um, uh, just the fact that, um, he he's gonna need a good running game and defense to win. I don't think he can elevate. He gonna need everything. He gonna need receivers, coaching, ownership, like. They they got to do a total rebuild of the Ravens because like they got to basically build a team around his skill set and the way the game flips so fast. By the time he really <clears throat> masters what he's good at, the game could flip again. Yeah, I'm not a yeah. like the, the person I'm highest on from that tier is Josh. Allen. Yeah, I love Josh Allen. You, you know I love Josh Allen. Josh Allen, all he needs is the accuracy and really it's not even the it's just the short the, the intermediate game the, the ten to fifteen yards he get that down pat. I mean, I don't, I don't see why the Bills – the Bills already got a good defense. Uh, the receivers, I mean, you got – they got John Brown, Cole Beasley. I think Zay Jones take a big step this year. That's, I mean, that's, that's, that's solid. You know, I mean, that's, that's a nice little – They got to they got do some uh, – they got to do some I mean, more right now. now. I mean, like, solid, solid ain't going to do it when you got New England hovering over your head. <laughs> and then you got doggone Shady McCoy aging. Oh, gosh. <laughs> no, so, so, solid, solid won't do Keenum, it. Keenum and Fitz- Like Rosen – yeah, yeah, I think Keenum and Fitzpatrick right where they need to be because they really back up. They journeyman. Um, and Josh Rosen, man, I think he, I think he can be a three. Um, and all he just needs is a team around. Yeah, tier three at some yeah, point. Yeah, that's all. Yeah, he, yeah, he, he's a perfect tier three. You need to run the game and the defense. Right. And then I think going from Arizona to Miami is going to help him too because he's a Southern Cal guy, you know, going to UCLA and stuff like that. So I think he needs that warm weather location like he had in Arizona. They play inside the stadium. He's in Miami. That's that's a warm weather place. So you'll get eight home games. And but on, the only thing is, 
when they go on the road to Buffalo and the Jets and New England, Ooh. he's going to probably struggle. Ooh. That's why he needs that defense to, to help keep him in the game. Right. I feel like he's going to struggle in that division in those cold weather games. Right. And then speaking of guys, you know, who need running games, Melvin Gordon, man, Zeke, they're holding out. Well, Melvin Gordon's holding out. I think Zeke's going to come to camp at some point because he has to because he got two years left. So I really don't want to spend too much time on Zeke. But Melvin Gordon um, – does he deserve the money that he's asking for? Um, the answer is no. Well, we had this debate about you know what where where, did, where does he belong? I don't think he's I don't think he's Zeke. I don't think he's uh, Gurley, Le'Veon Bell. But I think he could be in the same. I mean, he he has the same. I think he has the same reasoning for da- as David Johnson when it comes to David Johnson only had one good you know one great spectacular season and. Melvin Gordon this past season that was I mean, that's, that was his best year, um, and I I feel like if David Johnson you know he 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 can he can go to there and be like David Johnson got this blah blah blah, and then so I did this blah blah blah, um, you know I deserve this much now, I don't think I don't I don't think he's gonna get it. I think I think the Chargers are gonna be uh gonna be strict about this and not pay him and Gordon gonna realize am I gonna do what Le'Veon Bell did? Yes, you can go you can walk away and. Go somewhere else, but I mean, tell t- tell me tell me a team tell tell me a team Rashad that is going to pay Melvin Gordon, and they're going to take the next step to be a championship contender from where he is right now. Uh, the team that will pay him, I can't think of anybody that would pay him because you know how we feel about running backs. You don't pay him, you let them write their rookie scale deal out. Maybe franchise tag on once or twice. If they decide to sign it, if they if they refuse to sign it, move on. Like we both believe in running back by committee because these guys taking all this punishment. You know the, the the hits will keep coming. Like from high school to college to the pros, the hits will keep coming. So your body's gonna break down as a running back. You only have maybe five to eight years of good ball left in you because like look at Zeke and. Girly and these guys, they spent three years in college because you can't come out until you're at least three years removed from your high school class, things like that. So you got these guys getting college carries. I mean, I think I think uh, Gurley had about, what, 500 carries in college, and then he didn't even finish his junior season because he tore his ACL. <laughs> and then you had Zeke. Zeke only played really two full seasons of college ball. Like he was just like a backup and got in from time to time his first his freshman year, but in mainly in just two full seasons, a few other games he kind of got in, got some backup carries. Zeke had 592 college carries, like that's crazy, man. And like he Zeke is already at 868 carries in the pros. He's been in the league three years and he didn't even play all three years. He missed a game first year. He missed six the second year. He missed a game last year. Like he already almost a thousand carries. That's crazy. that's crazy. And then. Like, like these, Melvin Gordon, these guys getting their bodies beat up. Melvin man. Gordon, Wisconsin. That he played more, more than all both of them. <laughs> yeah, Gordon. Gordon. Uh, I, I think Gordon stayed his whole four years, and he has six hundred thirty-one college carries, and but he already has eight hundred ninety-seven in the pros. That's more than Zeke. That's, that's crazy. And and and, and <laughs> Gordon banged up a lot. Um, exactly. and then like I said, so, I don't. So why so why would they pay? Him? It don't make no sense. <laughs> and and here's my thing. We just we just talked about the NFL tier quarterbacks. We said Rivers is number one. Which means he can carry a team. He doesn't need. He, I mean, yes, it does help you when you have a star running back. Yes, it does help you when you have a star receiver. It makes life easier because you know those guys are going to win their battles. You, you know that. 
But it's like, I mean, how bad? I mean, when Melvin Gordon was hurt, how bad did they fall off with Justin Jackson and Eckler? I mean, this, I mean, like I said, we're fantasy players. So when it comes to the offense side, we know what guys did what at what time because I remember Justin Jackson was a hot commodity and he was balling. He was hooping. So, so that means that, that means what? That means Chargers didn't miss a beat and they still won twelve Man, games. Rivers, Rivers been balling with whatever running back he has. He I mean, he came in the game. He had a, a legend in LT, Ladanian Tomlinson. He and he didn't ball out with him. He balled out with Ryan Matthews. Who's that dude? What's that dude uh, name? Uh, Isaiah, was it Isaiah Oliver or something like that? Yeah, Oliver something. It was, I mean, it was like Oliver running back. He was pretty good for about two years there too. Yeah, a, a good quarterback can make it work with anybody. That's why the Patriots always look so good. Like they they do the running back by committee. We got James White. We got Sonny Michelle. We got Rex Burkhead. Any we gonna we we gonna, we gonna hand the ball to Devlin sometime. We gonna hand the ball to anybody who can run the ball. <laughs> anybody who can go for it. And he got drafted Damian Harris from Bama. Who yeah. Exactly. So it, it doesn't it doesn't. I'm sorry guys. You can't you can't you can't pay running backs. I mean it's fun for fantasy to have a stud running back. <laughs> now that's what I want to. That's what I pay for a running back. But if it ain't that, I, I don't. I don't see. I don't see why. Why would you do that? Because, you know, like, like the only time I pay a running back, bro, is David Johnson. That's and that's the perfect situation where. Oh yeah, they 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 pay him early, when you which so so they get his best yeah, years. Yeah, you, you pay him early because he he I think he went he go undrafted right. I can't know. I, I can know what he what he came out came out of. He I think he was undrafted or really really late, so his contract already came up. But I would pay David Johnson because one. He's a, he's not a he's a, he was a low investment at first anyway, and then second, my team was sorry, like I had no talent. That's the only time I pay a running back. I'm not I would I'm I'm sorry I'm the Rams I wouldn't have paid Todd Gurley. Zeke he, he was a third round draft. Third round draft. Oh, wow. David, David Johnson. What the hell I'm talking about? Who? Some somebody good hell undrafted. I don't know who it was. Um, but you got you got all these guys who they draft who got drafted the first round and yes they're studs for the, like you said four four or five years and you maybe have three years after that but. It's like if you coming in balling like a Zeke, uh, a Todd, you know Todd Gurley after Jeff Fisher left, they, it's 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 a it's a whole different ball game and I and you can you can see, bro, that the Rams have already low key probably already like realized they messed up because you gave Todd Gurley all this all this guaranteed money, you know you had to let a lot of guys go. I believe uh, Lamarcus Joyner, their safety, star safety left. Um, and they even paid Brandon Cooks. Like, why are y'all paying? I understand offense, you know, runs the lead pretty much. But when it comes to strictly a running back, the only team that I can justify paying a running back is the Jets paying Le'Veon Bell because you need a, a weapon for yes, Sam you need weapons. Yeah, that was, that was saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because like we like Elijah McGuire, but he's just not cutting. And you know, some other guys who've been uh, been during that Jets backfield, you know, they're like Isaiah Crowell. Like he's solid, but when the Jets have a chance to get Bell to pair with Darnold to make his his life easier as a as a second year QB, you have to do that. So like, I can't kill the Jets for doing it, and I can't kill Bell and Tatum because it's basically the same money he would have got from Pittsburgh anyway. He just sat out a year and lost that money, but he saved the year on his body. So it depends how you view that. Um, I don't think the Cowboys would be able to pay Zeke because by the time you pay that, that's gonna look at Wentz deal and probably want the same thing. They gotta pay Amari. And then you're looking at the Cowboys having to pay their whole defense. Jalen Smith, I don't, Vanderish. I don't know how they make it work. And so. yeah, and, and Zeke, to be honest, I mean, yes, Zeke averaged 4.5 yards per carry. But you got guys like McFadden, Demarco Murray. They hooped. 
You see what Latavius Murray and McKinnon did from Minnesota when Peterson left. You did see what James Conner did. Like, I don't, I don't get how many examples you need to realize you don't need to pay one. And I think – who would you rather play? Dak Prescott would you rather play Zeke Elliott? Like, I mean, these like, are – You're like, they, they moved on. They moved on from DeMarco Murray and they kept on running. So, like, you know, you bet off investing in your old line. Right, exactly. Because if you got a good old line, you can, it don't matter. You can make a run exactly. and make a look pretty exactly. good. Exactly. And, and you, you think about Andy Reid, just, just the Andy Reid thing. He never paid. I mean, he had Brian Westbrook. He had Darren Sproles. He had Ryan Matthews again. He had um, he, yeah, they had McCoy for a little bit. Kareem, too. Kareem Hunt. Uh, who was uh, and, and and look, Kareem Hunt went out and they put in Damian and they kept on exactly. Rolling. So you don't really need a running back. I, I don't. And I think Cooper's for you know for Cowboys' sake. I think Cooper's more important. I think Zeke more important. You need that linebacker, Joe Smith and Van Der Esch when his time come up. Brian, you need you need to get the corner, Byron Jones. Got to pay him. I, I, and DeMarcus Lawrence only got the bag. Um, and your old line got the bag. So it's time to pay everybody else. And Zeke going to be the last guys out. And I, I mean, I want to trip this year. I go all out this year. And I, I mean, I just let him walk. And it's, it's probably be- best to do that. Yeah, this is the Cowboys make or break year. If they don't, anything less than a Super Bowl this year is really going to be a disappointment for them because. After this year, they're gonna to have to make some tough decisions on the roster. You you trade stuff to get Amari. Do you let Amari walk? They pay Dak and keep Zeke. Like they're gonna have some tough tough decisions to make, man. So um, the Cowboys are in a real tough spot. The Chargers, I think the Chargers they they're gonna be fine. You have Rivers, Keenan Allen, Mike Williams, Eckler, Justin Jackson, and I think the Chargers have a top five defense in the league. The Chargers will be just fine. Will they win a division or not? Them and the Chiefs will be neck and neck. They'll probably both be around 11 and 5, 10 and 6, maybe 12 and 4 if things break right. But I think both of them will get in the playoffs. And Gordon just going to cost himself a season. Yeah. Like, you know. I'll just come back and leave. So. I, 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 yeah, I, I understand what you're saying, what you said too. Like, you know, he, he should want to play because, like, they got a chance to win the championship probably. At least get in the playoffs and have a shot at it, but you know, who knows? I mean, like we just said earlier, I alluded to Gurley them kind of messed the market up for these guys. Like he already <laughs> got hurt. <laughs> exactly. So like so like Gurley Gurley uh getting hurt, Bell sitting out, and then even DJ he got paid he got hurt the first game with the broke wrist. I think guys are seeing like, man, these dudes getting hurt after they get paid or they not Performing how we thought it was gonna perform, we gotta reevaluate this position right here. And then one one little side note: the head coach is a running back. <laughs> they were they were they he can make running backs. I'm pretty sure he can. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Exactly. Um. So now we're gonna move into the last part of the show real quick and uh pass. It's something called pass or rush. And whether you pass on it, meaning you know, no, I you know, I don't I don't think it's a good idea. I don't know to the question. Or rush. You're gonna you gonna rush to the answer, yes, it's a it's it's a great move, blah blah. Uh so first, um Tyree Hill did not get suspended. Is that a good move? You know, pass or rush, is that you know is that a good move for the NFL? I gotta answer that. Great it's great NFL didn't suspend him. You're not above the legal system. The legal system didn't do anything to him, the NFL shouldn't do anything to him. I'm just curious to see what the Chiefs do. Do the Chiefs keep him? Do they trade him after the whole Kareem Hunt thing? I want to see what the Chiefs do. What What do you think about it? Yeah, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a rush today. I, I I don't think it's a 
I think it was a great move because, like you said, you're not, you're not above it. And I don't know why y'all think y'all the judge and executioner and you're not. And if Tyree Hills – because if somebody says you did something and you didn't do it, why are you still suspending me? It's not my fault that I was in the situation. You can just lie on me and you say anything. So, you know, if, if you don't have the evidence to prove that I did it and the, and the court said I didn't, don't suspend me. That doesn't make sense. Um, Odell Beckham – I mean, ooh, ooh, that's wrong. Odell Beckham said – he wants to play until he passes Jerry Rice. Can Odell Beckham, you know, pass a rush? Can he be the best receiver of all time? <laughs> pass? <laughs> no, he got he, he won't even pass T.O. and Randy Moss, <laughs> or or probably Chris Carter. He won't pass Larry Fitzgerald either. <laughs> he might, maybe I don't know. Or or, or Cameron Johnson. I mean, talent's there, but let's see. We'll see. Yeah. Um, yeah. Let, let, let's talk about it three year, three or four years from now. Um. Pass a rush, Green Bay don't know what they're doing. Uh, <laughs> and they cut Mike Daniels. Uh, do you think they know what they're doing? Do you think – or, or not? Because I don't know. I mean, I understand he 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 needed a contract and he wanted I – and mean, he, he probably he probably wanted, you know, big money as a D-tackle. And I, I feel like he's the top 10 D-tackle in the league. Um, but he he just made the team – He made whoever picks him up, he just made the team happier and more, much, that much better on defense. No, nah, I'll pass on that. Guys get cut all the time in the NFL. Uh, I, I'll, I'll throw it to you. Don't see what you think about it. I, I think I thought Packers were doing everything right. And honestly, man, if you can't trade him, I'm just you know if he's not gonna, if he gonna hold out, that's a different story. If he gonna hold out the whole season, I mean, I'm out. I mean, I understand you. You might well get a roster spot somebody else. Now, if he was gonna hold out and miss all the season, then you know cut him. Um, but I mean. I'm the defense. You, you worked on the secondary last year. Now you worked on the defensive line, front four, and, and the linebackers. And now you got rid of your best lineman. So you know, I, I don't know. Uh, it, we'll, we'll see about that one. Pass a rush. Kevin Bayard of the Tennessee Titans is the best safety in the game. I'm passing. He's not. <laughs> well, he just got paid five years, like five 70 years, mil, seventy million, and the highest yeah. paid safety. So uh, he got he's the highest paid safety right now. Obviously, it's probably about timing. But he just set the market. So the next guy, Jamal Adams, Derwin James, they're yeah, making. Jamal, I was Jamal <laughs> they about Adams to make, already the, the best safety. They about to make. They about to make yeah. so much money uh, when the contract goes. I'm kind of mad because I, I'm glad because Harrison Smith got paid two years ago. So <laughs> when his contract goes, he be old. So we ain't got to pay him seventy million dollars. Um, and uh, last one, pass the rush. Lashawn McCoy will finish the season as a Buffalo Bill. Man, Shady McCoy gonna be rushing to find a new team. <laughs> Shady McCoy finna get cut by the Buffalo Bills. Hey, for real, when you spend a draft pick, I think it was top four four round pick on a on a running back, and they brought in the ageless, um, not really in my eyes, not a Hall of Fame, but probably would be Frank Gore. Um, he's there too, so and he's a, he he don't age, so he gonna get a thousand yards. You just, you can just play Frank Gore, and be all right. So. I killed him, of course, too. Uh, I, he he rushed to find another team, and I don't even know what team wants him. Well, I mean, what team need a running back of Shady McCoy? He's gonna be a running back by committee, but who? I don't. I can't. Uh, Chargers. <laughs> what? <are> you, what? <laughs> yeah, I say yeah, yeah, Chargers. Chargers, but they have to flip old Gordon out there or something like hey, that, man. Smart. Or, <laughs> yeah, smart. Gives it, or or somebody like you know somebody uh like Dolphins maybe. It, it's gonna be. I mean, Ken, Ken, Kenyon Drake is there, but he hasn't really proven himself yet and then uh Caleb Lodge, uh I know Matthew Barry is pretty high on him and he's still mad at mad at McCoy. 
for for ruining fantasy, but I, I don't know who uh who Shady could even go to. I mean, you know, he's he's still a a name back, and he's still when he's on the field healthy, he gonna he gonna fumble a couple of times, but when he's healthy, he's still a productive eight hundred to a thousand yard back. I mean, he could play for the uh you know. What was one of those uh, the AFL teams called? Not AFL. Uh, oh, what, man. What, what, Come on, what, man. <laughs> what was the league that just got started and got disbanded? Oh, damn. Oh, that, that was, what was it called? Yeah, they were like the, the American League oh, or yeah, something, 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 something crazy. crazy. He can play for them. Or he can go to the Outletics or something. I don't know. Outletics, how you say that word. McCord, McCord pretty much done. <laughs> we, need, we, need, we need a big three-foot ex-football player. <laughs> seven of seven drips all day long. Shout out Ice Cube in the big three, man. On, on ride with triplets to win that championship. Team power. Team power all day long, man. Uh, that's it for our show. I mean, it, you know, everything we talked about was great. And you know, I, I think, I think that tier list, man, that was, that was, that was just, that was excellent. I think, who, uh, you know, that led did a great job with that. Except Mariota and sorry, Eli. You know, besides those two, uh, I mean, it, it, it's pretty much spot on. Yeah, it, it's hard to get a list you basically agree with. 90 to 100 percent of the time, and that one was spot on outside of Mariota. Yeah, preach, care, preach. Uh, we out. Hashtag Team Serbia. Donato's just didn't add bacon to their pizzas. They added bacon to their bacon. Canadian bacon and hardwood smoked bacon. Or Canadian bacon and Chipotle seasoned bacon. Get $2 off a large bacon duo or any large pizza. Use promo code 2. Donato's. Every piece is important. Donato's just didn't add bacon to their pizzas. They added bacon to their bacon. It's Donato's new bacon duo pizzas. Two pizzas, each with two kinds of bacon. Try the new pepperoni bacon duo with pepperoni, Canadian bacon, and hardwood smoked bacon. And the Chipotle bacon duo with Canadian bacon and Chipotle seasoned bacon. Now get $2 off a large bacon duo or any large pizza. Use promo code 2. Donato's. Every piece is important.